But you have seen last week uh, that uh, one of the richest men in South Africa, Patrice Mutsipe, um, will now also have a say on how two Pretoria's most successful sporting entities are run. That's how the papers were putting it last week, eh? Saying that the sky is certainly not the limit for PSL and 2016 CAF Champions League winners Sundowns. The big boss has gone on to acquire a 37% equity stake in the Blue Bulls. And the Bulls, as you know, South Africa's most successful Super Rugby team with three Super Rugby titles that were won uh, in the period of 2007, 2009 and 2010. And Sundowns, South Africa's most successful team from a league perspective with nine PSL titles. And that's why we just wanted to chat to the Blue Bulls Rugby Union CEO, Alfonso Mayer, uh, who joins me on the line. Alfonso, thank you so much for your time. Good evening and welcome to MSW. Hi, Robert. Good evening and thank you for the opportunity to talk to you. Yeah, great to have you finally on the show. Would you say historical day it was last week when this was put pen to paper? Well, Robert, we haven't actually put pen to paper. Um, we're in the process of, of dealing with the contracts and the shareholder agreements. But I think we've reached in principle agreement between the, the Blue Bulls Rugby Union uh, and the Blue Bulls Company and also Rendra and Patrice Mutsepe's entity. Sounds like it's been a long time coming, this. Uh, I think about a year ago, I was hearing rumors and mumblings and whispers in the corridor saying that this potentially could happen. How long has this been in conversation for, Alfonso? Well, I've only started with the Blue Bulls on, on 1 January 2019, and um, uh, the serious discussion started around, I would say, September this year uh, when we met with uh, Patrice's representatives. Um, and then I think things went quite quickly. Um, and it was quite a good and easy discussion. And we, as I said, we're finalizing the contracts and the shareholders' agreements at the moment. And now when it comes to such deals, Mr. Mayer, the, the one thing that everybody will always ask is, what is the purpose? What is the point? Who does it benefit? Yes, I, I think um, there's a couple of issues here. Um, you must remember, I'm CEO of the Blue Bulls Company, which is the professional arm. Correct. And then we've also got the Blue Bulls Rugby Union, which is the amateur arm. So the deal will, will basically um, be advantageous for both both sides um, because the, um, the investment will be in the Blue Bulls Company, which is the professional arm. But we will also make an, an annual investment into the, the union, which is the amateur arm. So that will be on an ongoing basis, basically. I, I think the other big thing to, to remember also is that um, uh, the, the big reason, I think, for this is, is a fewfold. It's uh, integrating the fan bases. I, I think rugby on its own will struggle to survive in the future. Uh, so one of the big reasons for this is, is to integrate the Mamalodi Sundown fan base as well as the Blue Bulls fan base or the Vodacom Bulls fan base. I think in future also uh, we will have Mamalodi Sundowns using Loftus as our own base. They've played there in the past, but, mm-hmm. but this will be a much more formal relationship going into the future. Uh, Mr. Mazzepi also promised uh, as part of the deal that he will bring a number of, of other events other non-sporting events to Loftus, which will be very beneficial from us for us, uh, from a, from a, um, just using Loftus as an asset point of view. Um, and I think the other big thing is, is you know, we'd like to take uh, sport to the communities as well, um, uh, and and integrating the communities and and grow the bigger fan base for all of us. 
w- would you say though that there was a bit of a struggle like a lot of franchises and and uh, rugby franchises around the country um alphonse would have experienced let's say a, a downturn from a business perspective the uh, the spectators have not been coming through as much as we've seen before regardless of the magnitude of a game uh, within super rugby and so on you, you've also been experiencing i'm sure a decline yes from the B- blue bulls uh, amateur ranks but also from a business perspective would you say you've noticed those numbers dwindling no absolutely it's it's reality um robert over the past few years um the super rugby attendance figures have dropped dramatically um you know we're struggling when overseas uh, franchises play at loftus we're struggling around 10 to twelve thousand people in the lobbies against the line stormers and sharks we get around twenty five thousand people um, so, yes, I think the reality is that we cannot survive without additional capital. I think the reality is that rugby on its own, with a stadium like Loftus Fairsfield, cannot, cannot survive, you know, cannot survive on its own. And we, we cannot be profitable only focusing on, on rugby. And therefore, we need to broaden the base to, from rugby to soccer as well as other events, which we are currently mm. quite successful I mean, this past year we've had the presidential inauguration at Loftus Fairsfield, yeah. which was a huge success. But we need events like that uh, to keep going and to be financial successful. Did you see what was happening at FNB Stadium on 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 the weekend? Also involving mm-hmm. Mr. Matsipa. No, I just heard about it. I didn't see it. Oh, no. Okay, I'll I'll chat to you briefly about it straight after the break, if you don't mind. Alphonse May is uh, the chief executive of the Blue Bulls uh, company, who's on the line with me talking about this major deal uh, that has come through with Patrice Matsipa coming through and taking thirty-seven percent um, of the Blue Bulls, uh, the fifty percent stake. We'll talk about that. Uh, the union and Remgro having each owned that in the past. We'll take a quick break. We'll come back. We'll include Tando Manana as well in conversation with Alphonse. Mayor Blue Bulls, the CEO, uh, the man that has been in charge, and I'm sure overseeing uh, what has uh, been described by uh, many as a, 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 a lifestyle changing. Um, or even a landscape-changing deal that has uh, come through here. Uh, and obviously the, the BBC, as they know, it established back in December of 1997, uh, managing the Blue Bulls team professionally. Um, yeah, as I said, talking about the battles that they've been facing. And uh, I was asking Alphonse before the break that uh, would an event like the the massive prayer gathering that was at the FNB Stadium over the weekend, obviously under the Mutsipa Foundation as well, uh, that packed out uh, the FNB Stadium, be something that, you know, Blue Bulls or Loftus would look at moving into the future and with this kind of uh, combination business-wise with Mr. Mutsipa? No, absolutely, Robert. We um, That's exactly part of the deal. As I said, apart from rugby and soccer, we will bring some big events um, that Mr. Mitsepi is currently running also to Loftus. Um, we're busy negotiating that part, but, but definitely uh, we, will, we will do that in the future. What about the? Uh, we've seen potential of this, you know, happening in, in the in the free state where you got the cheetahs and also you got Bloemfontein Celtic. Massive uh, following from a, a, a rugby perspective, massive following from a football perspective. But I just always thought that somewhere, somehow, the two parties kind of missed each other and the potential uh, that was there. Let's say the one was playing a big football match there and the other one wasn't playing that weekend or vice versa I just found that they were not finding each other somehow would you try by all means you know to bring the synergies between the success of the Blue Bulls historically and the current success of Mamelodi Sundowns 
No, no, absolutely in the future. I think the first step will be to to um, to integrate uh, or, or to make sure that Mamalari Sundowns use Loftus Fairfield as a long a long term base. In the past, we've only done a year to year deal. It's not been very successful. Um, but I think in the future, you know, we could look at things, interesting things like double headers, where Mamalari Sundowns could play either an overseas team or one of the big big. Um, teams locally, and then the Blue Bulls could play either an overseas team or one of the local teams like the Stormers or, or the Lions at Loftus in a double header. You know, those kind of things we're looking at at the moment. Also, like to see Enamamalodi play the international matches at Loftus. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think uh, taking it maybe one step further, the Bulls should go and play in some of the, the townships. Um, that, that could be also on the cards in the future. So we'd like to uh, do as much as possible to integrate the fan bases because at the moment, as you, as we spoke earlier, mm. you know, to get people to Loftus is, is not that easy on rugby alone. Yeah, just give us the rationale, though, Alphonse, when it came through to just a year-to-year deal that you originally had with Mamelodi Sundowns, for example, and why not a long-term one? Was that just to try and and suss out what the reaction is, whether it becomes a financially viable uh, prospect as well for the Blue Bulls company? Yeah, I, I think the um, in the past, I can't really speak for, for the past, but when I got to the Bulls, I immediately see that, you know, it doesn't really work to have a year-on-year uh, deal um, because it's very difficult to plan. Uh, I think there were, there were some clashes in the past with, with fixtures. Um, where Mamalodi would play in the week and we would play on the weekend and the field might not be ready, etc. I think what we can do now, basically, now that we, we're full partners, I think we can influence the fixtures. We can, we can ensure that, you know, that we can do much better planning. And as I said, we can even integrate some of it into double-headers at Loftus itself. Was there an exchange of money, though, for the deal to really come through? Not yet. Um, uh, it, it will. It will be. You, you're talking Mamalodi, or you're talking Mr. Yeah, Mitepe? let's say to fulfil. I know what a, a hard taskmaster uh, Mr. Remgro himself is, uh, Johan Rupert. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. there's no, there's no mistake in that. So you got very you know, tough balls on either side uh, of that stable, uh, locking down a particular deal. Would Mr. Matsepa have to, uh, you know, not forfeit, but he, would he have to put some money down, though, for this deal to, to yes. go through? Yes, both of them will be putting money down to ensure the financial stability of the Blue Bulls company. Um, there they will be two parts to the deal. I think the one you can see as a short-term financial injection, which will happen hopefully in the next few weeks, uh, most of that money will be put aside to um, to upgrade Loftus Fairfield. Uh, people probably won't know, but we 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 need to do the steel steel and concrete uh, rehabilitation, and then we'd like to do some other projects like upgrading the electricity, upgrading grading the big screens at Loftus and so forth. And then there's also a part which uh, let's call it the longer term sustainable support from a financial point of view, which will be an annual. Support from Mr. Matsepe, uh, you know, bringing events to Loftus, etc. And then the fourth component basically is for the Blue Bulls com- uh, company to ensure the future of, of the of the amateur side, as I said, the rugby union for the future, which will be an annual annual su- financial support as well for right. amateur rugby All right. and uh, development of players. I was going to say, I'm running out of time though, Alphonse, um, but I'm loving the conversation. I know you're also a numbers person and you would have done some form of calculation as to how much the refurb of a Loftus would cost. Uh, what are the figures there? What are you looking at? 
Yeah, at this stage we've 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 had uh, two engineer reports, um, and we've also had a quantity surveyor. We are going out on tender in the next few weeks, um, but I would say we're looking at no less than 30 to 40 million to, to upgrade, not to upgrade, but to refurbish the, specifically the seal, yeah. to rehabilitate the seal. Yeah. Yeah, because, uh, I mean, it, it does look, I, I go there a couple of times, it it, it it almost has the same sense and feel as a a Kings Park Stadium or Newlands, you know, the, the old school type of rugby stadium, which are very solid, uh, but you know that when it comes to maintenance and upkeep, uh, they do need a little bit of work on it. When, when are you hoping to uh, put the pen to paper? Is it going to be sometime this week? No, um, we we actually looking at a number of contracts. Um, uh, the big, biggest one will be the um, the shareholders agreement, um, and we are in the process of finalising that. Um, we'll go through a few iterations in the next week, but we're hoping to sign it within the next two weeks. Next two weeks, and I hope to chat to all of you gentlemen post that, uh, so that we can just deliberate, uh, talk about uh, what the expectations are. You know, when such deals come through, Alphonse, there'll there'll be a lot of people that hope that something happens on their side, and the on the other side, you'll they also hope that something happens uh, for them because you've got uh, two different entities uh, on the yeah. major scale that are coming together. But I want to thank you so much for your openness and your transparency, and I look forward to chatting to you soon. Thanks, Robert. Appreciate that. Highly appreciated, and congratulations. Okay, thank you. All right, that's the chief executive of the Blue Bulls uh, company there, Alphonse Mayer, uh, just uh, talking about cementing uh, that uh, private equity firm, Africa Rainbow Capital, uh, signing an agreement with the Johan Rupert's investment holding company, Remgro. Whoa, I don't know what you make of it. I'll find out what Mr. Manana makes of it. All right, from news of uh, the rock nation to news of a blocked nation. Good evening, Mr. Manana. Good evening, Rob. How are you? Good to hear your voice. Yeah, hey, it's good to hear from you as well. Yeah, unable to get hold of you today. It's it's only a pleasure, sir. People like you deserve to be blocked on social media. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll uh, I'll save my time. I'll save my time. I don't know. Maybe it's the visitors that you had uh, that influenced you. I don't know. Yeah, we'll review it all around about April next year. That's fine? Yeah. 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 As long as there's an opportunity for me to, to be allowed back in the family. Yeah, from April next year. No, that's fine? Yeah. I yep. can appeal, am I correct? No, you can't. From April okay. next year. Yeah, yeah. Okay. No, no that's this, fine. This is not like the local way that... Uh, <laughs> Which bar is this? Which bar is this? I mean, you've got that background. Which bar? Is the normal bar that we're talking about for an appeal? Or Korbrukiki Advocates uh, Bar? Mm. No, no, no. Please don't share your secret of where you indulge, sir. The the Blue Bulls. Yeah. Sure. I don't know. When you first heard the story, what went through your mind? Look, Rob, I, I... I mean, if I go back um, to the Robert Gumede era, you know, uh, one of the the, the mistakes uh, was the 49% that he, he acquired, you know. Uh, I mean, he brought in uh, a lot of money, uh, Rob, to the, to the Lions. Uh, obviously, the Lions were able to breathe above the water at the time. Um, and he did not have a majority shareholding. And I, I, I just get a sense that had he had the 51 and the Lions 49, uh, you know, they would not be in this situation. I mean, um, and if you fast forward and you look at Altman, 
you know, who currently holds 70 six percent in fact he wanted to buy hundred percent of the lions uh, and that is not permissible uh, under the south african uh, uh, constitution rugby union constitution that uh, you know a private uh, entity can own hundred percent of rugby uh, you know there's got to be a certain percentage uh, that will reach the, the 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 roof or the ceiling uh, of, of 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 you know and, and 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 so forth. So I think in this one, if I look, these two had fifty fifty Remgro and the Bulls, and also if you look back at the history of the Bulls, where you know um, a lot changed uh, was in fact when they you know sort of invested in a lot of juniors. In fact, they grabbed each and every talent that you can think of. Uh, the era of Zandre van Rensburg, if you look at it, drop. Uh, you look at the amount of money, and I mean it came to a point where they even let go of some of the players just for them to 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 have a breather in their financial uh, purse because uh, they couldn't afford it anymore you know i mean alfonso spoke about the number of bums on seat uh, that was if affecting the union and those things uh, uh, have a telling effect you know the players value uh, goes up and up and I think for me that's what's important I mean yes they've been the most successful franchise union uh, won three super rugby but nothing has really come to the fore uh, ever since those heydays uh, of the Victor Medfield the Fourier Dupriers uh, then the Nunganes and right through and so forth so I think for me uh, the 37 37 20 you know if you look at the the 26 uh, it's basically saying that you have a, a shareholder who've, who've split in half uh, the 74%. Uh, and uh, what they've done then is the Bulls is acquiring the 26 Now, here's going to be the interesting one is, one of my question was, uh, are there tangible changes? Um, you know, that one thing that I hoped I would have heard uh, from Alfonso are the tangible changes, because that's important. One. You've got someone who's buying in, does not have a rugby background, does not understand uh, what happens. Is he going to feature then when we go to the president's council? Uh, who's going to represent? Who's the man? Who's the trump card that uh, is going to be looking after that interest of Mr. Motsipe? Uh, I mean, interesting for me is uh, to see who he appoints uh, on his board members. How many seats? Uh, do they have uh, that constitute the board mm. and and how and 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 is it going to be able to uh, to have the right people uh, to sit in that board uh, and to and to discuss rugby matters because there's nothing that's going to be spoken about it's not going to be spoken about if there's going to be a concert of jay-z uh, if there's going to be uh, whatever you're sitting on the board of a rugby pty limited uh, if you look, uh, Rob, uh, currently it's Western, it's the Western Province Rugby Union who owns 100%. They're the only remaining um, a franchisee or union with a franchise that is 100% owned by the union. And they were also in, in near trouble. They had to let go of their assets, their, uh, their building. And, their, and, 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 and luckily enough, you know, they were about to, on the verge of them uh, being liquidated and put under maladministration or under an administrator. So here you find that the scenario is good for the Bulls in terms of cash injection. But for me is who is going to be the driver? The Bulls has got 20, 26%. Who are they going to back at certain rugby decisions?
those are the key fundamentals is you've got people that are sharing the 74 but mm. bulls has got the 26 uh, so for me it's a hung uh, it's a hung board everything depending once again on the bulls that's why you're going to need rugby people and rugby minded people uh, if if anything is to go towards mr motsipe's way yeah and that is why what is significant in that conversation when um, alphonse mentioned that they hadn't put pen to paper is that it puts maybe slightly on the handbrake those kind of deeper discussions then because it means that the formations of those boards uh, are still going to be things that they they, they talk about um, you you need mr Matsipa's interests to be brought yeah. onto the table yes yeah. fundamentally structurally and so on there are things that need to be fixed as far as the stadium is concerned and just mm. as he outlined as well but over and above that what inroads does he as mr Matsipa, make especially when you do the kind of comparison that you've just done now with robert gumetta's deal yeah i think it's always the the problem is i mean just me hearing um you know he met Mr. Motsipe's uh, reps, uh, representative, not the man himself uh, in that one. So there's going to be someone that is tasked for that. Because one of the most interesting questions that I had, you know, when this thing broke up is, would Rembro, would Rembro have stayed if Motsipe had acquired 51%? That for me is always going to be the key because it would have given them then the majority shareholding. Mm. But then the question is, would Rembro, would, it, would they have stayed uh, as shareholders? Uh, so we don't know, you know, um, the teething issues uh, for them to get up to that 37%. Uh, and obviously, you know, what's in it, uh, you know, for, for him, obviously it's a business matter. It's a business transaction, Rob. There's profits to be made. Uh, maybe in terms of the appeal from sponsors, uh, if you look uh, the wanting to share the stadia maybe the sundowns leave Corp and then they move towards there i mean there's a mall already uh, so you know uh, you, you never know what role is he going to play but for me primarily as a rugby person i want to see uh, you know what influence he will have uh, you know in terms of making sure that the union uh, does its proper work on the on the ground uh, that is the union and that's amateur rugby because that for me is the key fundamental acquiring and buying of players is not an issue there's alfonso that's there that will spearhead the whole thing and make sure that you know the brand relives uh, once again you know the 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 good old days uh, that's what they want uh, bringing more business uh, and also another thing that you have to take into consideration is that all the international games now have moved under the Saru um, uh, uh, house. Uh, they now host the test matches. It's no longer the unions buying the rights to host a test match. So now they will depend on bums on seat and how they do that and how they get people to come through and also get the business is going to be fundamental and key. For Kumeda's sake, it was just for me, uh, you know, s- someone who wanted to... Uh, to to take a, a stranglehold, but then didn't realize that he's got a lesser majority shareholding, and that's why some of the things did not go through because uh, you know it, it didn't constitute the fifty one percent or a fifty plus one uh, scenario. Here is the same. I mean, mm. I spoke earlier about it. Is 
uh, what worries me is the 37-37. So those are two equals who depend on the 26% of the bulls in terms of moving forward. Whether maybe as time goes, uh, you know, Remgro will think of selling the other 30-37. I mean, if you look at the Southern Kings, they, they've, the majority shareholder there is GRC, uh, greatest rugby company in the, in the whole wild world. They've acquired 74% of those. If you look at the Sharks, for example, they own 51, Supersport 49%. Uh, and I mean, I spoke about Western Province. They purely own 100%. So it's all about uh, the match and, and also, you know, the, the deal for me. And also, uh, you know, I, sp- I speak of r- representatives uh, for, for Mr. Motsipe and, and who's going to be uh, that one person that's going to be at the forefront? Who's going to be the board chair? That's another thing. Who's mm. going to chair uh, the board? Who's going to be the vice or the, you know, or the deputy chair? Uh, for those board because that once again um, is going to be interesting who's going to be uh, you know um, a, a, a board member that uh, has got no voting rights uh, those are the things that uh, they've got to look if there's five or seven seats uh, if they own three three and the bulls own two that's nine i mean that's uh, that's about eight so we've got to look at those uh, 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 small dynamics it counts at the end rob um, you know mm-hmm. that who's chairing that and who's leading with uh, with 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 the boardroom discussions and and where to from there? Massive discussions to be held, indeed, uh, Mr. Manana. Um, let, let me rather take this quick break so that we come back uh, nice and clean and fresh uh, into our next uh, bit of conversation here. Oh six oh five eight four double two five zero. That's the WhatsApp voice note number. You're live at Metro FM, live on Radio Two Thousand. It's a Tuesday today, which means room dividers. Hashtag NSW. Uh, good evening, Rob and the listeners. Uh, Rob, this is Osea from EPE. Um, you see, Rob, the deal that Umutsepe has with Ipuls and integrating Sundowns, this is the deal that I wished was going to happen um, between the Kings and Ichipa, where they will host a double headers, where Chipa plays at 3 o'clock, obviously up until five and then the kings would play after that and we are still there we are, we are watching and 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 the stadium would be full and then if 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 they have to i don't know how they will negotiate how they get the money but it's none of our business as fans but we would love a situation where we have double headers also here in pe where kings are playing and cheaper is playing then that's 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 more entertainment for the fans the fans would come and support both rapi and soccer you you see that kind of stuff so mutepe has, has clinched a big big deal which i hope the kings and cheaper would have would have done by now but clearly we are not thinking the same see from a pa uh, robert we are all happy with the involvement of uh, patrice mutepe in rugby but we only hope that the gentleman that you are speaking to there in the rugby blue bulls the white people will also change their attitude towards black people because now with Mutsipe in that means the masandawana that means black people will be coming in into the stadium to watch rugby we just hope that the attitude of the white people will be positive towards our people it's no use that Mutsipe is pumping in money there whereas we have the white folks who may not be so receptive to the black nation that will be coming into the stadium to watch rugby. I thank you.
All right, so the room divider is uh, Tando Manana, who is with us from uh, the PE studios, uh, chatting to us all things to do with rugby. We are told, though, uh, that this uh, particular deal that we're chatting about here uh, is a 60 billion rand financial injection for the company itself uh, in respect of the controlling share and a further 5 million rand a year uh, for amateur rugby. When you talk about who gets to benefit, Mr. Manana? Um, everybody will look at black rugby development and say, how does this benefit black rugby players? Are we going to see more black players now joining this union? Like you heard from the message that we got from our voice clips, people saying that the attitudes haven't changed, etc. Uh, there was a wave of stronger together. Are we weaker together now? Look, I think, Rob, what's important is if you look at the strategic transformation plan of 2030, uh, obviously things have taken a huge turnaround um, in the country in terms of where we are going. And I think the compliance from the unions uh, buying in. And I think there's not a single union. There's been some resistance, but I think the unions have all brought, you know, bought in. I mean, if you look at uh, your Warwick Khalans, your Trevor Nyakanis, your Travish Ishmael, you look at uh, former players that have gone through, uh, that have been there, you know, Marvin Ori, they've been there. So, uh, you know, the, the players now, uh, it's all about, you know, leveling the playing fields. That's, that's what's important. I think that should be one of the common cause. It's something that uh, lacks uh, within uh, our sporting fraternity. I think also uh, the outcry of in terms of the coaching staffs throughout, uh, you know, the the country. Uh, I mean, if you look at uh, players like Dian van der Vestazen, you look at Edgar Maritlule, those guys are on the payroll uh, of, of the Boos, Lizo Goboka, you look at all of them, Madot Mabokela, uh, Roscoe Speckman, so there is an abundant on Obam Koli. Those are players that, you know, are rightfully there, uh, you know, and, and, and it, it's, it's also now time to make sure that you get more of those players within the system. I mean, I said it uh, some time back that, you know, the, the, the biggest growing population is still the black African population. And you can quite ev- evidently see if you go to the Sharks, uh, you look at who they've been acquiring, uh, the type of players that are there. Uh, you know, if I look and, 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 and saying that uh, in three, four years' time, uh, you know, it could double the amount of numbers uh, that we saw in the 2019 World Cup. Th- that's a big plus. So mm. these are these are PTYs and unions. That they've got a role to play. So you've got to make sure you've got the right people that are there who've got the right interest. But for me, it's all about the interest. Where is your interest? Is it making sure that this player, as much as he's got talent and he plays, he's also well looked after financially? Because that has not been happening in the past. I think, I mean, we saw in Khadebe now, he's, you know, he's singing, he's, he's rapping. And that's, a, that's I mean, that was one of... Uh, someone was earmarked to to be the next fly off in place before the Kevin Bosch even appeared for the Sharks. But you know, you know the family business messed them up. You know that, right? Yeah, that's correct. Yeah, you know the family business down there in the coast messed them up. But you talk about that. It's one of the things that we are hoping to uh, face and, and, and chase and bring onto this platform as well. Um, Unless you want to congratulate somebody, I've got to release you. We've got a live football match that's coming up on Radio 2000 and a bumper show on Metro FM. Did I miss out anything, Mr. Manana, besides sticking to the fact that you remain blocked on social media? No, I don't know, because uh, someone hacked into my account. That's why I was perplexed. No, I think you hacked it yourself, sir. 
So change change your ways, and we'll decide hopefully to return you back on Twitter. If I send a message at midnight, will you consider opening the doors or opening the taps? I'll try. I know it's the only time that you your affordability um, comes through with the free minutes there. But from tw- from twelve, 12 to five. Exactly. Twelve to five. That's when you come alive, sir. I want to thank Thanks you so much, easy. as always. Thanks, Thanks so much, Mr. Banana. Sure. Uh, coming through from our PE studios there uh, is uh, Tanda Banana. Right, uh, we stand by for Ibong Aktawas coming through with the business with Nolwan Jem Tombeni, uh, BE as well as financial sector lagging behind uh, the Omnia recovery. Now global stocks on a two-year high at the moment. And then after 8 o'clock, uh, do join him. The work of the SME fund and their success so far, they have about 1.4 billion rand to invest in different SMEs. It's always wonderful seeing all these big numbers, uh, but what do they translate to when it filters down? That's the big question. And later on, the Ghanaian born as well as US based NASA rocket scientist. Another good story this. Uh, Dr. Ashati Trembu Olienu is uh, going to be talking about his work and where Africa is regarding space science. It sounds like a jam packed show. Looking forward to it. Um, Aya, thank you so much indeed. We'll have a chat with you tomorrow um, with regards to what's going to be lined up on your show. As I said, on Radio 2000, we've got a live match that's about to kick off. Metro Vamp, catch you tomorrow. Take it away. So with that, uh, we've got Jablani Mangan as well as Mark Haskins uh, standing by Orlando Stadium. As a buzz, gentlemen, Absa Premiership, Pirates and Bulliwane City. Good evening, Rob. Uh, of course, Pulgona uh, City coming in there orange, uh, seemingly from afar, it is looking red. All of the pilots, black and white. And uh, it is definitely an Amdinga promising here at Orlando Stadium. And uh, we'll need to see after you were talking about uh, the fact that uh, over the weekend, um, the gentleman called by the name. Uh, Judas Musiamedi, he was just uh, trending all over the place.